Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. Sam. What's up? And Kevin. Hey. Hey, we got some new people on. Well, <laughs> newish. You know a couple of the voices, but yes. <laughs> I'm so new, guys. You're right. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And tonight, we are reviewing the 2014 American found footage horror film, Creep. Thanks for taking psychological out. I, no, it needed it. It's, it's a little this, psychological. There's, there's always too many words. <laughs> there's always too many words as descriptors for what type of film shit is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're genre bending. Yeah. So like, No, you're not. You're not actually doing that. <laughs> so This one actually doesn't have a tagline. So... I told everybody before, if anybody has any cool taglines, what you got, Katie? I don't belong here. <laughs> Straight from the song. I like that. Oh, ooh. Did you write one? You could have said I'm a weirdo, but like, that's, <laughs> that's too much. Like, yeah. Katie, Katie and I once again proving how related we are because my tagline is, he's so fucking special. Ooh. yep yep <laughs> i almost went with a line from tlc's creep but this is a different kind of creep so yeah it's more about cx yes it is <laughs> i mean this one had some angles of sex in it too but that's a sneaky link yeah version. that's the <laughs> sneaky links that's, that's different <laughs> so instead of i went a different angle i didn't go lyrics i went with a character in the movie and i said peach fuzz best friend to the end Mm. Oh, that's a whole different that's like chucky yeah that's those levels and in my cover of creep it would have had peach fuzz's face in it <laughs> of like, mine that, that's what it would have been so. that's actually a great tagline for this movie yeah. but especially best friends till the end right yeah <laughs> ominous and shit <laughs> i just met oh. you but i love you Ooh. that's the doug like from up <laughs> that wow. too. yeah <laughs> Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld an eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size and suddenly, to their surprise, they watched them all. Here was the scream of With no lights on. All frozen, no cars. Happy spookies, everyone. This is episode 21 of this awesome collection of 31 horror films. Hey, we're down to the last 10. Very excited. <laughs> so tonight's review, it's one that I've seen for multiple years on Netflix. And I would scroll by and it's been in my like list of things to watch for, for fucking years. And I just never gave it a chance. And other different movie review channels would say like creeps weird but it's good it's confusing but it's good and i always heard like it's it, you should give it a shot and so uh it was in my it was in the back of my head but i remember wanting to get sam and kevin on and then it just it it popped back up and i was like awesome i'm so happy someone else right definitely <laughs> so uh to be pretty broad if you want to check out the movie it's on netflix and you can look at there one and two. They're working on a third one. Uh, it's been a few years, but COVID just kind of slowed down everything in the world. So hopefully hmm. they make it because 
I have questions and I need, we all have questions. I need answers for this series. But it is about a filmographer taking up a job with a very odd man. And he's making a film for his child to be and just their very awkward day. That's kind of all I could say. The, the no good, very awkward, terrible day. Yeah, it's, yeah. This one is very, it's only two people in the movie. You hear the voice of a third person, but that's it. And maybe the voice of a cop, kind of. But it, this is it. It's two people just working together to make this a very awkward and weird movie. Oh, so uh, we'll go around real quick and ask everybody who had a felt about the movie. Thumbs up, thumbs down. So, Katie, what did you think about Creep? Um, I guess it's going to get one thumb up. I don't know. It wasn't so much. <laughs> Wait, I, I didn't I didn't realize the thumb ups were a rating system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's one out of five thumbs. One. How one many out thumbs of two do thumbs. you have? Hey, one <laughs> thumb up is better than some of the other shit we've watched this month. So there. Uh, <laughs> one thumb up for the acting because it was great um and just it was all right it wasn't great but it was it was all right sam (laughs) uh i really enjoyed the experience i'm not i'm avoiding patently saying that like oh i love this or oh i like it because like There were definitely parts when I was watching it where I was like, where is this going? I feel like I can predict what's about to happen. And so like, I'm less interested. And there is a, there is a turn in the movie. For me, the movie takes a a specific turn in a plot point where it went for me from being like, all right, well, this is an all right movie. Like it's not the best thing I've ever seen. It's not awful. The acting's fine. And then that, shift happened in the plot and I went oh oh we're still going oh more things are happening (laughs) okay and it like it went in a direction that I did not necessarily expect in a way that I didn't expect which was difficult because when it starts out if especially if you're someone who likes horror movies I feel like you'll start it out in the first half of the movie you're kind of like all right, (laughs) this is not anything special. But the second half of it, like the second act is a a very interesting turn on the genre that I really appreciated. So, Kevin. Um, I want to say that I I liked it a lot and I don't like horror movies because in general, like what what comes out, like a possession movie, uh, some stupid serial killer movie, they just, it, it's, nothing's unique. And I found it, when we first started watching it, it was, like she said, um, really awkward. <laughs> really, really awkward. And it wasn't good other than, like, <laughs> making you feel incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, just the way, just the way that it progressed, though, like, it, it started out, I didn't know because when we chose it, it was like, you know, horror movies to me, you can, it's fine if you waste your time watching them because they're usually in like an hour and a half. Yeah. You don't feel like you got, you know, robbed or anything. Um, so that was what I was thinking about halfway through, like, oh, this, 
Okay. I'm glad well, it's, it's only not an hour longer. and a half. I'm glad it's not longer. Yeah. Yeah. But by the end, I was like, man, why couldn't this be longer? Thanks. Wait, there's a second one? Yeah, there's a second one. <laughs> Let's watch it. We didn't watch it the same day. but So I, I don't think it's like groundbreaking or anything, but it, the acting made that like flat out. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. It just like Kevin said, it's so awkward. It's like two just weird people trying to be cool. And it's, it was the most awkward thing to watch. But I knew at some point, because it's a horror movie, just like Sam said, that, that shoe's going to drop, that turn, it's going to happen. And I was just waiting on it. But then every sentence, every like minute of this movie, it just got weirder and weirder. And then they reveal little things about each other. And I was just like, oh, my, this dude's fucking crazy. And the other guy's crazy, too, because he just won't leave. And I was like, what is happening? It, it was great. It reminded me of Cabin in the Woods. I absolutely adore that movie because it's going a certain way. Great show. One minute, and then it just hard turning. You're like, oh, right. this is what the movie's about. Oh, okay. And you just... Yeah, we were talking about genre bending earlier, and that's a great... Yeah, I agree. I This one was fun. It's only got two actors in it. Well, one of them was the director of the movie <laughs> and writer. And the other one, I just remember him from The League. He was like one of the one of the straight men in the show, he had his silly moments, but there was way sillier people like Taco and stuff. But he was one of the just normal guys in the group doing fantasy football. It, I didn't think that he would be so good at being creepy, but I've seen so many movies recently with comedians doing scary things and they're really fucking good at being creepy and scary. So <laughs> isn't that crazy? I love that. You know, I, I actually have be, I've made it a benchmark of the comedians that I officially say that I like is if I've seen if I if they have done successfully something horror because in it, it it works. There's something about horror and comedy that they're so they're not identical twins, but they're like fraternal twins in yeah. terms of genre. And yeah, if a, if a comedian can successfully do a horror movie for me, that's when I'm like, all right. They're, they're good. I got this. Yeah, but yeah, these two guys did amazing. And it was to the point when the movie ended, I was like, shit, I didn't get what I needed from this movie. And then the second one, Netflix is like, well, second one's right here, Otis. You want to watch it? And I was like, <laughs> I, I guess I do. And then we watched the second Damn one. Damn it, Netflix, you got me again. <laughs> yeah. We watched the second one right after. And we watched that one. And I was like, well, damn it. I need more. I, it wasn't enough for me and it got me mad and then three is you know it's still got time to be made so I was like so I guess I really liked it because it just got me curious about the whole story it doesn't explain everything there's tons of questions at the end yeah. so I guess that's that's how you get me just leave a lot of questions <laughs> at the end <laughs> you're like well why the hell did he do that why did Katie just start floating I need to know and then just hit credits and I'll be mad but then give you money so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I would give it a shot. It, it's an interesting one. Uh, the second one's even more interesting, I would say. There's some weird scenes in it, some awkward scenes in the second one. But it, I don't know. It's just so it's just weird. So uh, we'll get through the story real quick. It's an hour, I think, hour and fifteen minutes, seventy-seven minutes. So yeah, it, yeah, it moves. Short. Yeah, it it moves really quick. But and it had a 
short story to tell. It, it kind of felt like a short story, honestly, you'd read on like Reddit or something. Honestly. Yeah, like a no sleep. Yeah. 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 It's what it felt like. So uh, one fun fact I'll say. So the two guys that made it, the ones that are in the movie, they went for a black, uh, a black comedy feel to it. It was going to be just two guys and it just gets awkward and awkward. It wasn't going to be any craziness. But then some friends were like, that would be a great horror movie because it's so weird. It's like, it's just, yeah. I don't know, it feels like it could easily turn to a horror movie any second. And they're like, really? And they're like, okay, well, let's add some shit into it. So it, <laughs> it makes sense that it, it easily could have been a comedy. Just, you know, leave out a couple of scenes and just, it'd be a really awkward, dry comedy kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we meet up with Aaron. He's a videographer and, you know, the one thing that makes people do a lot of awkward and scary things when you need money. <laughs> and so he, he's hurting for money and he ha- travels to a remote cabin to meet a client named Joseph. Yep. Joseph? Joseph. Joseph. Okay. Because it's spelled with the F on there. I was like, Joseph. Joseph. Just Joseph. Joseph. So Joseph tells him that he he beat cancer, right? Um. Uh-uh. He fought, he battled cancer and was okay, but then went back into. And then they found the brain tumor. Yeah. So, and it's inoperable. He's going to die from this. And he has a couple of months. And so he has a pregnant wife and she's going to give birth. It's going to be after he's gone. And so he wants to make a video, a day in the life of your dad. And so he can show Buddy is the future child's name. (laughs) And so he wants to do that for his kid. And so he can see how his dad was on a normal day. It's a pretty touching thing. Uh, he brings up a movie. I want to say it was something with Michael Keaton. I forgot the name of the movie he said, but it was from another film. So that makes more sense later. <laughs> so they, throughout the day, it's just Joseph just gets weirder and weirder. And he asks questions. They go on a hike and they're looking for a specific spot. And he's constantly just hopping out at at Aaron scaring him and there's one time he scares the shit out of Aaron hopping out behind something and he tells him like hey let me get the camera let me show your face because it was perfect it looked like you really wanted to kill me when I scared you and it's just it's just the words he's using around Aaron I you know like I said I know Aaron needed money but that's just so fucking creepy <laughs> so, just layers and layers uh back at the home actually I think before the hike Aaron sees a mask, a wolf mask, and he screams. He screams when he finds it. And Joseph's like, oh, that's just Peach Fuzz. It's my dad. He made this character, and he comes up with this cute old song, and he's dancing. How is it that I forget about Peach Fuzz every time I think about this movie? (laughs) And then when I remember it again, it's like it's new. It's new for the first time. If I was, like I said, if I was recording somebody, like if I, like Kevin, if I came over, and you're like, hey, it's my mask. It's Peach Fuzz, Otis. And you, you start dancing in front of me. I'd be like, oh, man, I left my jacket. I'll I gotta, be right back. I got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I just remembered. I have a thing. Right. Ring, ring. Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, okay. What? What? Oh, you need me right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be back, bud. I'll be back. <laughs> just peel out. It's just so awkward. But like, I don't know. Aaron thinks he's safe, I guess. I, I, I just don't get it. So... At some point in the day, Joseph tells him this like crazy story about him and his wife. And 
<laughs> there was like what animal porn on the computer and was slowing it down and he discovers that his wife is into that so he puts on the peach fuzz mask and just sneaks in through the window and they get it on and it like Aaron just just the silence in that scene <laughs> and you could just hear the the just the cog turning he's like I should leave like this is a lot <laughs> but uh, at this point it's nighttime and they're hanging out and Aaron can't find his keys typical and Joseph's like well you can just stay you know I have room on the couch and you know it's a big house you can stay here and then when it's daytime and there's more light you can find your keys that sounds reasonable to me and Aaron's like nah man I I, I gotta go I, I, I mean I gotta find these keys so Aaron actually pulls a sneaky boy because I thought Joseph was gonna be a sneaky boy to him first and Aaron drugs his drink. And I was like, look at that. Look at the big brain on Aaron. My question is how? <laughs> what? How? Well, he said it was what, Benadryl or something? Yeah, it was Benadryl. Yeah. Still. He found a container in the trash. He shouldn't Wild. have left the evidence. That's how, That's where he messed up. Yeah. So I guess Aaron assumed at some point, if the, the day gets weird, he'll just drug the person and run away, which is reasonable, but still kind of weird to do. So as he's going through Joseph's pockets to look for the keys the phone rings and he answers it and it's angela and he's like oh i'm here with your husband and he's like what you know she's like who what are you you talking about who is this he's like i'm with your husband and you know we're doing this recording and it's like what no i'm that's my brother and at that point you get to see his face it just loosens and he's like oh my god and she tells aaron you should get out of the house. My my brother, he's he's, he's got, unwell. Yeah, he's got issues and you're not safe in the house. <laughs> he looks back at the couch where Joseph was knocked out from the Benadryl and he's gone. And yeah, see, that's the most unbelievable thing to me, because he yeah. put multiple Benadryls in that man's whiskey. It, it, one of those things. I'm gone. I ain't coming back. Yeah. I, <laughs> how did how did he wake up after? A short period of time maybe it's the crazy in you it just yeah, snapped them back up <laughs> or maybe like drug like drugs i i don't know maybe he was so maybe he's got some uppers in there somewhere i assume I maybe he might be on something but he's gone and aaron heads out to the balcony and i don't know what he was doing out there just to look around he should have been like that's not that far of a jump i can make that but he looks back and joseph's right behind him and he's crying and I guess he doesn't know yet, but Aaron tells him like, hey, dude, I, I know. I, I know you need help. And I talked to your sister on the phone and you see Joseph's face instantly turn and he runs off. Man, why would you do that? And just runs downstairs and you're like, where the fuck is he going? Uh, I would not have followed him. Aaron goes downstairs what? and Joseph's at the front door with the mask on blocking the door and Aaron's like what, what are you doing are you, you gonna stop me from leaving he's like just nods and he's like oh shit and they fight and somehow Aaron gets away and I was mad to show more of it I get why because it's found footage and that's how what you do with cameras camera always, always has to go weird and then you skip time so Aaron gets back home and I like to think that he probably put some type of tracker on him on his car or something. I don't know how he found him, but he seems to be really good at finding people later. But 
Aaron starts getting things in the mail from Joseph. No return address or anything like that. He finds out that that cabin was just rented. So Joseph, that's not even his real name. And he's just put up, you know, put up a face just to lure Aaron in. So he gets a recording from Joseph of him digging a grave, just having a good time outside. And he's dragging these bags of something out to the grave. And instantly Aaron's like, well, I need to call the police. Uh, They can't (laughs) do anything because all he knows is his name's Joseph. And that might not even be real. And home is a rental. The cop's like, I I don't know what you want me to do. So good luck. (laughs) Good luck in your endeavors. I hope you don't die. (laughs) <laughs> You're right if you so, die call me back then yeah. I'll, then i'll have something that we I'll, can do i'll be so sad if you get stabbed i hope you don't <laughs> <laughs> so he th- there's multiple scenes where we see joseph in the background just kind of watching him there's one where he hears a sound outside well in his house and he turns and joseph's just at the door looking at him and then joseph just dips down super fast and aaron's like who was that opens his door and goes outside to look and yeah he left <laughs> and he goes to the to the dumpster there's trash can it's knocked over and he's like oh it was raccoons it was not a raccoon sir it was not <laughs> that night his camera turns on because that's what i do i leave a camera right by my face when i go to sleep but the camera turns on and we see a hand cut off some hair katie said if i'm in a dark ass room and a camera light comes on, she's like, I'm swinging, because that that's not me. I'm awake immediately. <laughs> I'm swinging and fighting. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty bright. So I keep nodding like I would wake up. I wouldn't, just to be clear. <laughs> I could sleep through the apocalypse, and I'd wake up, and I'd be like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Where is everyone? I can sleep through pretty much any sound, but light like I will wake up from the light. Like if we leave mm. uh the curtains open at all, like the light will wake me the fuck up <laughs> when it, you know at six or whatever this whenever the sun comes up. Yeah. It, uh, so at this point, Aaron gets one more DVD from Joseph, and he tells him that hey, let's meet in this park. It's public, so you know I won't attack you or anything like that as a precaution. And I just want to talk about this because, and he says, like, you know, I want to be friends. You know, I think that's a, a good relationship, <clears throat> even though it's a very creepy relationship. I wouldn't want to be friends with this guy. But he plays into Aaron's, I guess, dumb but soft side. <laughs> and he gets him to meet him at the park. I would not have done that. But he tells him that, well, he sets up a camera. Aaron sets up a camera at a distance away. And he tells Joseph that, you know, he's got his phone set for for 911. He's got a pressed button and he's recording it. So uh, that means nothing. So as he's sitting, looking at the water at the park, we see Joseph creep up on him. And Katie's like, how do you not hear somebody coming up behind you? But like, I don't know. And Joseph pulls out an axe from his jacket or his coat and just swings the axe into Aaron's head and later in the next movie we see that he actually chopped him a couple times and then he runs off so we see from the other point of view and we see Joseph is watching this tape 
And he he questions why Aaron why why did you not turn around like why did you not why were you facing the water and then he says because Aaron is a good person and he believed that I wouldn't harm him and that's why he is the his favorite victim because he's so good <laughs> he's like you didn't even try to fight it was like it was so easy. So, I, yeah. And then we see Joseph take the DVD and he goes to a little room, storage room, and he has a wall full of DVD and tapes. So he has been doing this for a very long time. And he's killed many a person. And so it looks like he has tapes of him screwing with them. And then a final tape when he does the kill. So uh, in the second movie, we see a lot more of his process. We actually get numbers, but he's been doing this for a while. So Joseph is now his name is Bill. <laughs> uh, he gets a call from his newest target and he's getting ready to get the process going again. And that is creep. And then I was like, well, damn, I got to mm-hmm. watch the next one because I'm mad. <laughs> I don't know anything about this person. One an hour and 15 minutes went by so quickly. Like it was very awkward and some of the scenes did feel long just because of the awkwardness that was happening. But by the time it ended, I was just like, that's it. How, what, what? Yeah. 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 So Katie, who was your favorite character out of the two in Creep? That would be Joseph slash Bill, the killer. He was incredibly convincing um, and the acting was just like out of this world. He did so good at playing just this creepy ass dude. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Uh, Sam. Yeah, concur. Uh, favorite is definitely Joseph. And what I like about Mark Duplass's uh, acting is that you can see from the first moment, it, and I mean see in the in the good way and the important way that you're supposed to when you're watching acting of like, he's not just playing sincere because he's a good actor and it's Mark playing, Oh, I'm sincere. And then when the turn happens later, Oh, now I'm suddenly a psychopath. It's you can see it from the first moment of the movie of he's playing a very good psychopath. So each moment you watching the scenes of him, the like, gaslighty things he does to Aaron and the the manipulation and how everything he's saying is so clearly thought out um, moment to moment to evoke like a specific reaction out of Aaron you see the carefulness with which Mark Duplass was acting of like I am being somebody who does not believe a single thing I'm saying whatsoever but I'm very good at lying and that is like a really difficult thing to do acting wise um it 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 can be hard to put a layer like that on a role and so like I just appreciated that that you could see who that was every moment of the movie and while you expect it like I've already said you expect it to go a certain way as it begins halfway through the plot choices differ and the character changes his tactics and he doesn't really technically change his tactics, but he does then change his tactics. And you're like, is he flying by the seat of his pants? Is he not like, 
is this all still a part of his plan? Yeah. Like it, it was just so well acted. He like, there's no way I could have picked not him in this movie. Kevin. Uh, yeah, Joseph. I mean, the movie obviously wouldn't be half as good. It wouldn't have probably even been released (laughs) (laughs) without him acting in that. Um, Though, I mean, I do, there's only two people in the the movie, so it's not really fair. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the, the, the character himself, I just don't, I don't see that being remotely good without him being yeah. as good as it he hinges was. on his performance yeah. <clears throat> yeah i i am on the the joseph train choo-choo <laughs> just like kevin said uh if you know and there's probably other people that could have done it but he did so amazing at i don't know it's i know it's got a name to it it's not like chekhov's gun but there's a like a literary term when something is just you know it's Something's going to happen with it. I guess it's just like a long... It, I believe it is Chekhov's gun, actually. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, sooner or later, it's going to happen. And you see his face, and he talks, and just the way he acts, he's like, you're crazy as fuck. It's going to happen. And we're just sitting there waiting on it, and just every second. And then, the, honestly, the, the second the phone call happened, and when he runs away real quick, I was like, here we fucking go, you know? And <laughs> You go downstairs, he's just got the mask on, not talking anymore, just making sounds. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it just, it was crazy. This movie was amazing. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character in the movie? Uh, it's Aaron. Um, because Aaron is a fucking idiot. <laughs> no person. And I, I, I can't. I'm mad because we watched the second film. Like, as soon as Otis and I finished this film, we watched the second film. And the whole time I was watching this first film, I was like, there's no way on this fucking planet a woman would fall for this bullshit. <laughs> and then in the second movie, a woman fell for this bullshit. Mark Duplass went, hold my beer. I got you covered. Yeah, but at least she mentions it in the second movie. She She mentions it, but... The amount of fucking red flags that Aaron just full on ignored or just like passed off as like, oh, well, this guy's, you know, he's recovering from cancer and he's making this video for his kid and like it blah, 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 blah. No, absolutely not, Aaron. What the fuck? I could I could plausibly understand sticking it out through the hike. But after the hike, especially because of the weird things that happen on the hike and the weird pancake incident thing that happens where he reveals some questionable behavior on his own part. When I get back to my to and when I drop him off, I'm gone. Like, no, you're not going to come up and take a drink. No, I'm not. Thanks. Um, I'll just take my check in the mail. It's fine. Bye. Peace out. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing. The 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 first time that joseph scares aaron he like jumps out from behind a corner or something and scares him he's just like trying to make him freaked out okay that's fucking weird of this adult i just met to have done this like little kid scare me from around the corner thing like okay i'm alert now the second time this motherfucker jumped out from nowhere to scare me, I would have throat punched him and ran away. Like, I'm out. We're done. Like, this is not 
Well, you're not jumping out from behind a bush on this hike. I'm not going on a hike with you. I'm not doing these things. We're fucking done. Like, it ain't happening. I've known you for, I don't know, four hours maybe at this point. I'll find $1,000 a different way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have throat punched him the first time he jumped out of shit on me because that's just who I am. (laughs) But no, I wouldn't have stayed. For sure not to get scared like three more times and then to get, you know, chopped by an axe. I for sure wouldn't have gone to the lake afterwards after he was sending me creepy shit and was like was clearly at my house because he like left a DVD on the windowsill. No, Mm. no, absolutely not. Uh, Sam. Angela is my least favorite character in this movie because... If someone calls, if I, first of all, if I have a psychopathic brother <laughs> and I know that I have a psychopathic brother and you hear it in her voice on the phone, she knows, she knows what the fuck's going on. I would be doing everything in my power. The minute I hear Aaron on the phone, trying to figure out where this dude is, trying to get the police involved because I know what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is my brother is about to fucking kill this dude. And she's just like, maybe, but we don't get enough of that from her in the story for me to, for me to, for me to give her that benefit of the doubt. The only stuff we get in the movie is her going like, oh yeah, that's my brother. Like you should leave. Like, it's not a good situation. And then she's just like, okay, bye. And like, that's (laughs) it. Like, no, bitch. (laughs) This is is a 911 situation. Yeah. Kevin. I I don't like to say it, but Aaron, I mean, <sighs> since there's only mm, only two real characters. Yeah. Um, I actually have to say the I thought that the big reveal was going to be when he spiked Joseph's drink. I thought that it was going to flip completely around and Ooh. he was going to be the dude that was the killer. That would have been better. That would have been great. That's what I thought was happening. I was like, well, you know, because at that point we we're only about halfway through the movie. And I was like, this dude isn't this stupid, right? right? Like he just obviously needs the money. He's not that stupid. He could just leave. Yeah. So when the 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 drugging thing happened, I was like, he's purposefully getting this dude drunk. And then he slipped something in his drink. I'm like, he's gonna, he's gonna like fucking torture this guy or something. Like he's gonna fucking kill this dude. And we were thinking the, the wrong thing the entire time. Like this Joseph dude is actually just that a weirdo. That would have been a great turn. He's just a weirdo. And that's, he's not a murderer. Yeah. But yeah, it's like Katie said that I, I, I get like trusting people to a point, but yeah, this dude is like creeping in your house and stalking you. He found you somehow. He found you somehow and he's stalking you and he sends you a DVD of him digging a grave and throwing who knows what in there. And you're just like, oh, no, okay, well, I'm going to go meet this guy because he wants to talk it out. Like, uh, no. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing to talk What I'm is there s- to talk about? There's I- nothing to talk about. I'm going to sell my fucking house <laughs> and I'm going to sell my fucking car and I'm going to move somewhere else. And if he can find me there too, then it's okay. I'll go meet you at the lake, bro. Because I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's Aaron, but I went a little differently with my least favorite character. I wrote 
not enough info. I, mm. It wasn't enough there. And it made me mad. It made me happy because I, it made me want to watch the next one. But I was just like, God, we don't even know his real name. <laughs> we don't even know why he's doing this. Yeah. And then, you know, we get a little more in a second one. But I was like, God, damn it. So I, I guess I guess I really liked it. But it made me mad. So yeah, that's like, a good me. point. The not enough info. Because we could have had, we could have elongated it even just another 20 minutes or so of Aaron trying to learn everything he can about yeah. him before yeah. finally going to meet him. Except, though, I think that that adds to the allure of it, though. Yeah. yeah. How fucking cool would this have been, would this movie have been, if um, Aaron was the killer, but also Joseph was the killer? Like, like Aaron um, answered the call because he wanted to kill somebody, and like, Joseph put out like the a call fucking because... odd couple meet cute. Yeah, that would have been amazing. They're both trying to murder people, like very, very similar to like Dexter when he meets yeah. the girl at the end of Dexter, who like is also a murderer. Like that would have been so fucking cool. Just like you were gonna kill me, I was gonna kill you. Like, let's <laughs> bro, bro, did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. A stepbrothers, a stepbrothers, but with like serial killers. Holy shit. That's a good one. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Trademark. Right. TM, 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 TM. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, uh, that was everybody. So let's do seven word synopsis. So I have two or three. I have two. Uh, My first one is Peach Fuzz can sing, dance, and be scary. There's a triple threat out there, y'all. And then my last one is Joseph is all about hugs. Very suspicious. <laughs> Every 10 minutes, he's like, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Yeah. God, the, the constant physical contact. Yeah. Somebody who has so many boundaries. I was like, please stop touching this oh. poor man. Yep. <laughs> all about the hugs. Katie. Yeah. What the hell am I doing here? more lyrics but also (laughs) very this is what aaron should have been asking himself the whole goddamn time why why are you here um trust your gut and avoid red flags nice because aaron didn't at all and now he's dead (laughs) never follow craigslist ads without notifying someone like bro yes this can't just be the fact that i'm a girl like and it's been ingrained in me forever not to trust fucking people but like don't follow a random ad from the internet from anywhere on the internet marketplace wherever the fuck don't do any of that without telling someone hey i'm going here to meet this person um i and i'm gonna have my phone i'm gonna have this and like at this time and if i'm not back if you don't hear from me by this time this is all this person's info like absolutely not and then my last one white dudes doing stupid white people shit (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) that's some white people shit right there it for sure was you what we're going in the woods no (laughs) incorrect i just met you and you want me to follow you into the woods no right no sir hours no for hours before that before that you walk into the bathroom and he's naked in the bathtub and is like film me in the bath no we're not doing that yeah 
Goodbye. I sir. used to take tubbies with my dad and I want my son to, to ha- experience a tubby too. No. That's great. I feel like I not, I, you, you got a handheld camera. You can yeah. do this part. Yeah. Your I'm good. So. I'm good. Give me a thousand dollars. You could just have my camera and I'll walk <laughs> and well, I'll leave. Right. You can film it yourself. Here's a tripod. Like we're good. Bye. <laughs> Sam. Okay. I have two. My first is, this is when you say, fuck politeness. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and my second one is argument for better pay slash opportunities for videographers. Because, man, if fucking <laughs> videographers have it so bad and they're so desperate for money that this poor Aaron kid is like, well, <laughs> I gotta stick it out. I don't know where I'm going to get my next paycheck from. (laughs) And that's okay. That's another problem with the plot of this movie or a problem with the plot of this movie. Videography is expensive as shit. So like if you are going to be a videographer for a wedding, you're making fucking bank for your eight hours of work on a Saturday. Or if you're going to like be the videographer for some high school play or whatever the fuck you're making hella money so like what was this dude spending his money on that he couldn't afford anything he was a noob i can only surmise that he had just like he bought that camera yesterday and he was like i'm gonna be a videographer now this for is sure. what videographers do right for sure like hurting for money that's a shame kevin uh, i only have one <clears throat> uh, uh unassuming but actually totally creepy and unnerving yep Yep. Oh wow. That, that is a great perfect summation of this film. Yeah. He understood the oh, assignment. Cool. He did. <laughs> I'm out here just talking about damn peach fuzz, but <laughs> that's what caught me. <laughs> so this film, it came out. Uh this is an independent film. It popped up at South by Southwest. One day I will actually go to that. Same. And but that was in March 8th, 2014. And then it took a little bit of a circuit and then Netflix got the distribution rights and stuff like that. So it popped up around June 23rd, 2015. So this is technically a Netflix distributed film. So no budget or box office for this one. I was curious how much it was because it's like in two spots, (laughs) probably his actual apartment. So it was probably even cheaper. Yeah. And that cabin, I wouldn't be surprised if someone actually owned that cabin. Did it say where it was filmed? Because it looked very similar to like Northern California. Yeah. I assume it was somewhere it's probably California. somewhere in LA. I thought that it was somewhere in LA or maybe that cabin was somewhere uh, like near Tahoe or something. Yeah. Maybe that apartment was in Sac. Somewhere pretty woody because it, you know, there's some nice trees out there. Yeah, yeah that's why I assumed it was California. It looked like Shaver the way when yeah. he was driving up. I was like, yeah. it looked very similar. I was like, have I been there? <laughs> <laughs> that's where he was digging a hole. Yeah. <laughs> so the minority kill count. Uh, this movie was about two white guys. Two white dudes doing creepy white people shit. Yeah. So the number is still 250 and a Tito turtle. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Creep? Watch the second one. Yeah. Well, watch the first one, but then obviously yeah, watch the second yeah. one. Watch them both. It's like two and a half hours. They're like, you know, that, that's one one Avengers film. Just, just watch both of them. <laughs> Fair. 
So oh. he owned the house. Not surprised. He owned Mark Duplass owns or own used to own that cabin uh, in the woods. It's in the hills of Crestline. I don't know where that is, uh, but it's fourteen hundred forty square foot. And he sold it in 2017 for $243,000. It's in California. There you go. Where? Crestline CA. San Bernardino Mountains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, SoCal. Yeah. Spiffy. Oh, it's nice. Got water and stuff. So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any other cool fun facts about, uh, so I don't know, recording weird people in a tub, uh, you can tweet us at <laughs> We have an email that is allentownpresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So uh, Katie, Sam, Kevin, thank you so much. Uh, if you didn't hear that we had real lit. The ladies from Real Lit here. What? What? Their husbands. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. Special episode of Real Lit featuring Everyone our husbands. Talk about how awesome my husband's voice is. You've never heard it before. That's the first thing everyone always says. <laughs> he does have a nice, creamy voice. It's really nice. Do some audio stuff. Uh, <laughs> wait, do that again, but closer to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> would his Would his voice uh, convince you to go to a cabin in the woods? Uh, I don't to take know. videos and tubbies of him. Would he would he have danced with the mask on before we left or during that trip? During that trip, I'd have left at some point. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta go pee. I'm like, yeah, and I just hop out the window to <laughs> drive off. Like, cool. He stole your keys. Well, I guess I'm just taking a nice jog <laughs> in Brandino Mountain. Calmly <laughs> jog. Oh. The music you listen to right now that is flipping to combine effort, flipping to CE anywhere you can hear them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, yeah, this was episode 21. We got 10, ten more. 10 more. I can't count. I can't count. So, uh, we got some new things popping up. A uh, pretty old one that I've heard so much good things about, and I'm excited to actually watch it. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Peace. Later. I wish we remembered the song, the Peach Fuzz song. Oh, that's that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll go back and put that little that little spot in. I'll find it right now. Peach Fuzz song. Someone's probably auto-tuned it. From oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Yoho, just like <laughs> my name is Peach Fuzz. Peach Fuzz. Oh, it's 33 seconds. I might look like each you up. I'm <laughs> he did the sparkle hands at the end. I love it. Incredible. Beat fuzz. The guy's a fucking genius. Oh lord. <laughs> okay. Bye guys. Bye. Peace.